0: There's an overwhelming amount of financial advice in the news and on social media. Who do you listen to? Are they looking out for what's best for you? How do you tune out the noise? In this podcast, trusted advisors Emily Augusto, CPA, and Amanda Vaught, JD, bring their extensive education and experience to delve into all aspects of personal finance. Emily and Amanda make topics like investing, taxes and financial planning interesting and accessible. And they provide a framework to help you think through the plethora of financial advice and news out there. Are you ready to start making the best personal financial decisions for you? Welcome to Connecting the Dollars with Propel Financial Advisors.
1: Hello, everyone. Today, we are talking New Year's resolutions. Uh, first, we're going to discuss the resolutions we made last year, what worked for us, what didn't. And then we're going to go into this year's resolutions for 2024 and um, talk about some things that should be on your radar financially. Yeah. Happy uh, Happy New Year, Emily. Happy 2024.
2: Yes. Um, I'm a little bit nervous about opening up about some of these things, but I'll, I'll suck it okay. up and do it.
1: So, but first um so last year we talked about roths and taxes we'll link that episode in our show notes and below in the description but um why do you think we're focusing on roth so much last year uh well i think roths are always a great thing to focus on uh it's like
2: an evergreen topic right mm-hmm. but uh last year we had the recent passage of the secure act 2.0 which created a lot of changes um to the retirement system, but leading up to it, there was a lot of talk that they were gonna um the Congress was gonna eliminate the Roth conversion as a way to contribute to Roth if you were over the income limit. So um, you know, it was good to get those Roth conversions in for some people
1: if you're worried about losing the ability to do yeah. to use that. But yeah, it turns out it still hasn't passed and they've actually expanded Roth contributions in um, 401ks um, and simple IRAs. So we'll talk about that in another episode, but yeah, the Roth information is still still available and still good. And we will update the numbers because the IRS uh, updates how much you can contribute directly to a Roth every year. So we'll link that information as well. So, For this year, we're going to focus a little bit more on budgeting and high yield savings accounts as things to consider for this year. So, why don't you start with high yield savings accounts?
2: High yield savings accounts are my favorite topic, Emily. So, um, I you know, um, high yield savings accounts are great right now, it's a very you know 2024 thing to be great um because last year they were not great right because over the past year the fed has raised rates so significantly the rates that you can get in a high yield savings account um or money market fund even have changed drastically over the year so um you know that's making cash very attractive to people which makes sense um but we also want to keep in mind that the fed is expected to cut rates in 2024 we don't know if they actually are going to or not um but you know at some point it's probably going to happen and when the fed does start to cut rates that means the rates in your high yield savings and your money markets are going to get cut as well so mm-hmm. you know where do you want that cash to be do you want it to be um in a bond in a stock in in other investment product that can typically make a better return than, um, leaving your cash in a high yield savings account. So,
1: yeah. And Amanda recently wrote a blog about, um, turning these percentages into numbers. so it can describe things a little more clearly or just, you know, seeing dollars is always easier for, for most of us. So we'll yeah, will that yeah. as well.
2: Yeah. And so that gets into, you know, budgeting work, um, a little bit of financial planning because how much cash do you really need to keep in your checking account, in your high-yield savings account, and how much do
1: you have that you can invest and potentially get different returns? Yeah. Um, I think budgeting is on a lot of people's minds, especially when we talk about New Year's resolutions. like You get a little bit motivated and you're like, okay, this is the year. I'm going to set out my budget. I'm going to stick to it. Um, I mean, if you think about it, I'm like for myself even – like I'm trying to plan a vacation for September or October and realistically it seems very far away, but I need to start saving now and planning and doing all that. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. I know we're talking about going to Disney. So So, boy, about something you have to budget for. Yeah. (laughs) Seriously. So um, and budgeting is for everyone. It's not just for anyone on, you know, a limited income or maybe people who are getting social security or, or just have a fixed, Amount coming in every month. Um, there are some things we've seen and read about um, for the last year or so for people that have a lot of disposable income um, and you know who are high earners and maybe not quite um, reaching retirement age just yet. We've seen that they do have a hard time budgeting because, you know, you see your checking account, you see the amount come in every month or every few weeks. And you're like, oh, okay, I have this money. I can afford this thing I want or this thing for my kids or, you know, an expensive, I don't know, handbag or tickets to an event that you were thinking about. So there's a couple of things that we were talking about earlier that could potentially help you set a budget when you have that disposable income.
2: Yeah. And I think, um, we try to talk about being conscious with your spending. Um, you know, is this something you really want or is it something that's, um, just like what what, lifestyle creep? Right. And Mm -hmm. so for high income people, we see, you know, you are having a higher income, everything's good. You have a lot of disposable income. And to what extent are you spending money on things you need versus things that you want? And, um, with lifestyle creep, it's just a lot of things that you want. Mm -hmm. Um, And that can really dig into your savings rate if you let it, or if you're not conscious of it, because you Mm -hmm. just look at your checking account, you're like, Oh, I'm okay, I can afford it. And that, that's great. But also, and you can afford it. But when you're making these decisions, it's impacting other areas of your financial life that you might not be thinking about, like, retirement planning, you know, one day this income is going to end if you want to retire or if you have a high stress job and you want to switch jobs, um, you want to have a significant savings built up in the event you do want to switch jobs or you lose your job. Um, and when you are making decent money, that's a great time
1: to get set up for that future event. Right. So um, yeah, that's a really great point of people who have these high-earning jobs are typically in high-stress jobs. Like think doctors or, um, I don't even know, high-power attorneys. Uh, I don't yeah. know what that's like. But, um, yeah, so you may get to the point where, you know, something happens where you have to be a caretaker for someone or who knows. all Anything can happen. Or like Amanda said, you do get laid off. Um, you have the flexibility to uh, – have some savings to be able to cover a period of time and you don't have to feel locked into that job. So, um, I think that's a great point. I know a mm-hmm. lot of, that has been a huge thing, especially since COVID in the last few years that people don't want to burn out at these, at these high earning jobs.
2: Yeah. Right. There's other important things in our lives besides our jobs and, and how do you take care of those things? Um, and having, you know, the financial flexibility can help you, um, you know, address them when you need to. So, um, and, you know, a lot of people, f- 401k is not going to be enough to cover retirement mm-hmm. if you are want to replace your income in retirement and you are a high earner. I mean, the 401k only goes up so high. Um, and a lot of people should be probably saving more um, in a brokerage account or other retirement account than they are. Um, mm-hmm. So one of the easiest things talks about your income is going to end one day. Sorry, but, but it is. And, and,
1: and you need to do something about it. But yeah, one of the easiest things you can do if you're someone who, you know, looks at your checking account and you're like, Oh, I can afford this. um, Is move that, move that money to a supplemental savings account. Like usually you can just open them with your current bank um, you can automate a certain portion of your paycheck to just go somewhere to another savings account or another retirement account that you don't even see. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's a, a big hole that a lot of my clients I've talked to recently have fallen into. They're like, oh, I have the money here, so I guess I spend it. But yeah, it's like it budgeting is- by checking account. Yeah, Absolutely. it's kind of like forcing you to be like, oh, maybe I, I don't know. You kind yeah. of, it works until it, it, hides. it.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: But yeah, that's a, a easy potential short term thing that could work for you um, if you really just need to like, hey, I need to buckle down and like actually take a minute to do something that doesn't involve a full like financial plan. Um,
2: yeah, those are all such
1: great points, Emily. Yeah. What are some of the do we talk about any other easy options? Well, you were talking about like outsourcing or asking for help. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And, um, I feel like I don't, I don't like talking about budgeting where you can sound like a scold, right. <laughs> you can really quickly go there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, you know, if it is something that's on your radar and you don't get to it, you know, that's okay. But, um, one thing you can do is if it is something you want to work on is not just say, I want to work on a budget, but also come up with a plan. Um, or you know somebody who can help hold you accountable or whatever it is so i was just saying that last year one of my new year's resolutions was to update my estate planning and that's something that most people don't really want to deal with because it's boring you don't want to think about it you don't want to deal with it and there's so many other things going on between your professional life your children your family your friends and that it just easily falls by the wayside. So, um, so this year, my plan is to say, I still need to do this. And now I need to set, ask for help getting it done, either through accountability, or, you know, discussing it more with my husband. Um, Both of those things are how I'm going to start this year, instead of just saying this needs to happen, and then not having a plan for actually getting it done.
1: Right. I think I had a similar um, resolution last year. And it hasn't happened, but because my resolutions were too broad, it was kind of like save more and update my estate planning. Um, yeah. And we know that's not specific enough. So it's like, let's sit down and make the, just call, make the appointment with an attorney or if you're, however whoever you're going to work with. Um, mm-hmm. That should be the goal instead yeah. of just a more you know general overview. Yeah.
2: And I think too, when we look back at last year, so we could say, what didn't work, but it's. I think it's also important to take a minute and think about what did work. You know, like I did pay my rent. I did pay my credit card bill. I did provide food for my children. I mean, those are all great things. Yeah. That are easy to just overlook because you did do them. So I think, you know, I didn't like I said. I don't want to be like the scold, but you know, recognize. You did a great job, I think, yeah. is also important. Um,
1: yeah, my goal was to um, contribute more to a taxable account. And I didn't do it till May, but I did do it eventually. There
2: you go. Yeah. yeah. Good way. job, Emily. Yeah. Thank you.
1: It was mostly because of you.
2: <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> yeah. you you asked for Rumble. help. And you said, what do I do here? What's the best way to do it? And we talked about it and got it done.
1: Right? Now what's going yeah um anything and it
2: probably feels sorry but it probably feels good to see that account balance growing in right Mm
1: -hmm. yeah it's like a little bit and i just have it set it's like automatic and i don't even think about it anymore the automatic thing helps people a lot right yes um do you have anything else financial related or do we want to talk about maybe some other non-financial goals or add to what we've already discussed
2: Sure, we can let's pivot to some non financial goals that can be more fun. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, for me, I think uh, like the past year, I've been saying like I want to practice drums more and I do. I think about it more, but um, I think I'm just gonna. Well, what I wrote down was 15 minutes a day. And I think that is a small enough goal that maybe I won't do it every day, but it'll at least get me to do it more than I currently am.
2: Yeah. I love that. Um so mine is um well I and I signed up for a half marathon in January so I'm I'm going to be running that and then I need to think of what's my next goal after that and how do I keep up the running if I don't have a race on the schedule maybe it's figure finding a race or I don't know I still have to figure out what I'm going to do there but um the other thing I really want to do in 24 is learn how to sail so I couldn't I wanted to do that in 23 but I had this shoulder injury so I couldn't do it but in 2020 my shoulder's better I'm gonna go join the sailing club and learn how to sail I'm very excited that's awesome yeah yeah very cool yeah I think I love resolution I love learning new things and trying new things and you know maybe it'll work out maybe I'll be the worst sailor ever I don't know
1: either way it'll be a good hopefully a good experience or a story to tell someday
2: yes and then when you come visit me in brooklyn i'll take you out on the water it'll be beautiful i love it yeah
1: yeah well i'm gonna keep mine pretty pretty easy right now um and then you can play me
2: a drum solo out on our sailboat. oh gosh there you go beautiful there you go okay (laughs) (laughs) what what an image
1: oh my goodness we have gone off the rails Um, okay but yeah wrap it up emily yeah let's wrap it up you want to
2: hear from people if you do have a resolution and you need an accountability partner sometimes the first step is just writing it down and if you know and then we'll see it in the comments and that's a good first step
1: right yeah you're committing to it even if you know say it out loud don't just
2: keep it in your head right
1: yeah i like it oh well, happy 2024 everyone and we will talk to you more in this season three of connecting the dollars okay good to be back okay bye
0: that will do it for this episode of connecting the dollars nothing discussed in this episode should be considered legal financial or tax advice if you like what you heard please subscribe for more at apple podcasts or wherever you get your content when you do, please give us a rating and a review. To see the links we mentioned in our show, along with other great Propel Financial Advisors content, go to ConnectingTheDollars.com. You can find our past episodes there and subscribe to our newsletter. And if you're still here because you have a general question, you can email us directly at info at ConnectingTheDollars.com or... If you're interested in working with us, click the Schedule a Consultation button on our website. Thank you for listening.